Okay, so, you know, this enigmatic question that Moshe Rabbeinu has in Parshish Kisisa, which is between the two tablets, right? The first tablets have been broken. The second tablets have not yet been commanded, right? Between the two tablets is this enigmatic request by Moshe at the height of his career to the Rabbonish Loilam, Hareini no Eskvodecho. So let's see what the Nesiba Shalom sees in that. And that's on page Reish Nunhe. Hareini no Eskvodecho, show me your COVID. Kvodecho, your COVID. C O V I D. Wow. Bayoma, Lotu Chalirote Panai, you cannot see my Panai, my face. Because no man will see me. Now, we had just got through saying that Moses was unique because he spoke to God, panim v'panim, a few sentences before. So, so he's seeing God, panim v'panim, face to face, and now God is telling him. So who's not conscious of that? Someone's not conscious of that panim v'panim. Because God's telling him, you know, man cannot see the divine face to face. But the narrator says that Moses spoke to God face to face, like a man looks to his friend. Isn't it possible it shifts from one to Maybe. There's a problem in the text. That's why we dive in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put you in the crevice of the rock and I'll cover you with my, with my hands and I will pass you. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my achoroi. So this whole thing of ponim and ocho, face and back to face. So the Mephoshim he rehearses. I've already gone into this whole question that he'd already achieved ponim b'ponim. So what are you telling me that you can't do it? As it says, And it says by Miriam, when he's telling off Miriam and Aaron about the Loshonara, I speak to him mouth to mouth. And he sees the image of the divine. And so the Nasiva Shalom says, so what is this request? It can't be the Pashat, the Pashtus. It can't be that because we've set that up already. But he's, a, he's able to see him upon him, upon him. So it can't be the, the Pashtus of can you please show me? He doesn't say, can you please show me your face? No man shall see my face. He says, show me your kavod, kavod. Glory, honor, heaviness, liver, the root of kavod. And why are you asking it, dafka, in between the two tablets, the first tablets? And the second tablet. We were in the lowest point. We had reached rock bottom, as they say in recovery. Rock bottom. You cannot start recovery until you've reached rock bottom. Because there's always a smidgen of you that says, I can do this. I can do that. I can, I can, I can give up smoking. I can give up. Yeah, I can. As, until you've reached rock bottom, the recovery cannot begin. Meaning what? You gave up? You give up? No, uh, I can't do it on my own. I, I cannot I, do I, it on my own. So I might as well keep on smoking or drinking or gambling or whatever so, it is. But then you your life becomes so unmanageable, you go, that's step one. It takes 10 years to get past step one. You should know. To be able to say, 
your ego to be able to say, Ich can it. I give up. I give up. I'll just keep diving. I'll just keep gambling. I'll keep on doing no, whatever. No, no. My life is I'll unmanageable. No, 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 no. The trick is my life is unmanageable to such an extent yeah. that I see I'm going to be in the grave if I continue to do this. So I need help. That's rock bottom. Is it? And isn't it rock bottomer to say, I can't even get help. I'm beyond help. I'll just keep doing this. And if I'm in the grave, I'm in the grave. Maybe. No. That's Yiddish. That's the giving that's up. Yiddish. That's Yiddish. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that, that's what I'm just asking yeah. you to start. That's even lower, right? <laughs> you're not, that you're not allowed to do. Well, 95%, 95% never recover. So, yeah. But um, I'm Yisrael, is it rock bottom? So what, what, what are you bringing out this uh, somehow that you, you, you want to have this spiritual experience while well, they're suffering? I mean, they're at the rock bottom and you're going up and saying, can I see your glory, please? You know. <laughs> so Rashi is understanding that there's a disconnect here. There's a big problem here. And he then comes in. Rashi, the Heiliger Rashi adds... Moses asked at, at this point in time because this was an ace ratzon, an auspicious time. Well, hello, how you owed eating shell ratzon? Aren't there other times that they're ratzon? Because remember, God said, say these yud gimel midas of rachamim in the future, and I will be able to forgive in the future too. Here's the trick. Yud gimel midas rachamim. So Moshe goes, okay, I got that under our belt. This is now obviously an ace rot zone. Okay, I got it. I got it. Now, can you please uh, show me your glory? There were other times there were ace rot zone. Madua bachar dafka So the Nesiva Shalom is saying, I understand what Rashi is saying. Yeah, it's an ace rot zone. But why was there are other times of ace rot? Okay. V'yesh loma. De bakashato v'she'elato shel Moshe areninos kvadecha hoyesa. So now the Nesiva Shalom in his 20th century awareness of psychology, I just love his awareness of the psychic demands of human nature, very aware of it. He says, this is what he was really asking for. He's not asking, can you please show me, uh, I'd like to see your glory. He's saying, where is the... Again, punning on the Kvodachar, where is the Kovach Shemaim from this parish of the Cheta Ego? This whole episode. Where's the Kovach Shemaim? Why does it have to be a Kovach Shemaim? Well, listen to what he's saying. After they've had the unique experience of the divine, which has never happened in history before, and all the seven firmaments of heaven were opened up to Klal Yisrael. After all that, So the question is, where is the Kovach Shemaim in this whole business? What's the real question? There's no kiyum to this. First, you have the whole revelation, and now they're the Chet Ha'ekel. Let's look at this whole parasha. How is it possible that could even happen when there was this great revelation? Well, he's not asking that. That's a psychological question on the Makabel. He's asking on the Rabboni Shalom, if the whole purpose of you've been Megalek Vochemaim in the world. What's, why did you let that happen? Or why, what's the, at the bottom line, what have we come out with? 
You started by saying, I'm, there's a unique thing in the history of humankind. I'm going to reveal myself. Right after there's the Chet Ega. So what is the net gain from all of this? And even if you want to say this is a Yonim that they had the Bechira, right? You're the one that turned their minds. So Moshe is saying, I, I just don't get it. I don't get the rational, the rationale of at the end of this whole thing, you are the divine, you see the future, you know it's going to happen. What was the toeless from this all? How do you come out ahead looking good? What was the Kavash mind from the revelation or from the Chet Egel? From the combination. I mean, obviously, from the Chet Egel, if you knew, yeah. you're, you're, the, you're the schemer of it. Yeah. Right? Noro Alilo, we say on. Just before Neila, do you say in Chabad that? What? Nora Alila, the piyut. You schemer, you. The Yeshlom bebazeb yodikosh v'kavasorin dibarto shlom bepashazu levaya mashe amru chazal that shuvah me'ava zonis nasin lo kizchus b'shuvah mira rakajos. So he brings a marshal, a father shehilbish esbeno b'malbu sheyakar v'tiferes. So he goes in. Okay, so takes him to Neiman Marcus and he really buys out the store for his son. And again, he tells him, when you go back home, make sure that the path is clean. Don't dirty it up. And if you take the shortcut, aklaton, you take a shortcut, so you're going to go through dirty fields and schmutz and things. Don't do that. You'll destroy the this very refined suit I bought you. The kasher haben lo shama bekol aviv. And so when obviously if he tells him don't take the shortcut, what does the son do? Takes the shortcut. So when he takes the shortcut, lo shama bekol aviv v'nafal, and he falls v'nitlachlech, and he gets dirtied up v'hishkes es begadov, and he destroys the finery. So So now he says there are two types of children. You know, the Rebbers had a high proportion of children that went off the derech. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, Svi Marx wrote a book about... Higher, higher than normal? Yes, the Babacha Rebbe one, the Rizhina had one, there was one, uh, a Dressler, the, uh, different, different Rebbers, and he goes through... You know, one was even Meshubat. And... Uh, After that means not so Meshubat. Yes. Yeah. Well, the Rishina had a son who embraced uh, Haskalah. They had to schlep him back from Galicia. Against his will. So, Haben she- so there are two types of Haben. children. There are two types of children. So well, we, asking- we don't know how much is hagiography and how much is... you. Know, Sorry? So he's asking basically, like, if you knew the do- your daughter, my wait, daughter was- wait for this question. Okay, yeah. So a person has two children, right? You got two types of children. So one child is just scared of his father. He's going to whack me. So I'm going to take the high road because he's going to whack me if I take the aklaton. That's one type of child. But he got schmutzed up. So all he is is afraid of the father 
is going to whack him. So he goes back to the father, and he's crying before his father. So when the father sees that he really is, you know, upset about his actions. He's upset that he's going to get whacked. Yeah. He's ain't a chochem. He's not a, there's no chochmas. He's just afraid of the punishment. There's crime and there's punishment. So when the father sees that, so he gives him a scream. And then he forgives him. Why? What am I going to do? The kid is not a chochem. He violated what I said. Okay, so I give him a patch and it's over. What am I going to do? He's a kill him? What am I going to do? So that's, there are two levels in Gemara and Yuma. There's two, uh, Yuma 80, 86b. Um, there are two levels of tshuva. One level moves the sin in this sin meter. It moves from zudonos, the iniquity, and it moves it to the level of a shoigeg. Remember, there's mazid, I did something on purpose. Shoigeg, I did it unwittingly. So I can move the meter from naughty boy to the level of, okay, I'm going to count this just as an unwitting thing. So you have to bring a carbon or you have to do this. Okay. But the wise guy, he's not just worried that the father's going to whack him because of what he did. He's a chacham. So he sees, why did my father tell me not to get my, to go through the shortcut? Why did he tell me not to? The ikakoevlo, what bothers the chacham some, is Masha Tinifahishas the Gamma is Malbushimanoi. He just got spent 500 bucks on a suit. I took the shortcut. The suit is ruined. And that's what's causing me pain. The Hareu Bocher, so he's now crying, not because the father's going to whack him, but because he caused Mamish, he caused his father this pain. How did you lead me to go this dirty rack? So he's he's saying to the father, I I understand. I didn't have any seichel to go this, to take this thing. I I did a foolish thing. And and you should have stopped me from going there. Now, when the father sees that the son has this tsar, the first son had tsar, the father knew that. The, the, the son was crime and punishment. The second son gets behind the punishment and behind the crime and has compassion for the father. Not because his suit is ruined, but because compassion for the father. The father's pain. Who's there? So he starts to tell the father, I am so empathetic with your pain. I know what you're going through. That's why I said in the beginning, right? I know she's from that family, and that's their genes, and she's a product of the genes. So I have to have compassion for that. So then he tells that, don't worry, I'll send it to the dry cleaner. And so he continues to cry. 
that either he'll acquire new ones or he'll send it to the dry cleaner if it doesn't work. He'll get him new clothes. The father had such rachmonas that he was able to understand. He said, okay, I'll get you a new set. Now he cries even more that he has to buy a new set. Kshaben. And then when he keeps on crying, the father says, I'm going to give you even more gifts. Calm down. I'm going to get you a tie as well. I'm going to get you new shoes. What's he done? What's going on here psychologically? You're in a confrontation situation between a powerful and a powerless. What has the son who's a chacham done? He's tapped in to the very fault line of the father, which is what? His Rachmanas. Very clever. Very, very clever. And what has he done? He's exacted even more Matanas from the father. I'm not saying it's on purpose. He's a Chacham. And as a Chacham, he mamish feels. I'm not saying it's contrived. Because it's talking from the Gemara and Yuma, it's about Tshuva. Tshuva Miyahava, Tshuva Miyira, obviously. But he's saying that he's, I just want you to understand what's happening in a psychological sense. In a psychological sense, the son is such a pikeach that he is, he is kind of tapped into that frequency and the father. He's completely understanding the father's pain of loss. And that disarms the father. Okay, so that's one level. But he keeps going so that the father now has more Rachmanus for him and gives him more gifts. <laughs> and that is what the Gemara says, that that meter of, the, I call it the shame meter, so we go from your iniquity if you're just worried about me whacking you and I'm going to do tshuva of shamno bagano, so that gets like a like a kushkogo, so it's like an inadvertent thing. But this one, this tshuva from love, pushes it over to... It actually becomes a zechuyas. Now, wait a minute. I once had... Um, my father had a partner who was a reformed Jew. And every yont of Shani, he would drive to visit us... <laughs> for the meal because he didn't keep Yontav Shani because he was reform but he was very he was a yekker Yontav Rishon didn't drive went to shul did everything Yontav Shani gets in the car and he comes in so my father once said to me after he left because he was a very proper person moral proper just reform my father said you think for a minute when we get to the Oilema MS <laughs> do you think for a minute I'm going to be sitting in the same the same plot as him I don't know why that just came up for me. But there's this level of, you know, you're taking a sin, now you do tshuva from Ava, and it becomes a zchus. Suddenly you're going to get a prize for doing that? The Rabbah said that many <coughs> times, of course. Yeah, it's a, it's a key theme in the Rebbe's. Because the person who's doing tshuva from Avo cannot stand. He is so filled, his heart was so filled with bitterness. Sometimes I do feel that, you know, when I've hurt her. I really feel that bitterness. Like, why did you rage? Why did you raise your voice, you know? I have such Rachmanus because I'm such a rageaholic, you know. It just doesn't go my way, blah, blah, blah. And I, something triggered me, right? So I screamed. And then I had this, like, Rachmanus, you know, not just regret 
why did you raise your voice? But Rachmanus, oh my God, you know. So I realized, you know, man is powerful and the woman is powerless. And sometimes you do these things. They're very hurtful. And he, he is filled with bitterness over that. And so the Abishter Kavyochel is forced, Muchrach, you forced that shame meter to the side of Zechuyas. You forced him because he has Rachmonas. And you're the son that understands his Rachmonas. And now we go back to Moshe. Moshe. Now he's taking it one step deeper. It's not Hareini no Kvotecha, excuse me. Do you think, what was the purpose of this whole thing, of the Cheta Egel? What, what purpose did it do? Show me, show me the Kvodach, show me the mathematical equation. Now he's going deeper. Now that God gave him what he wanted back, I'm going to give you a new suit. That's the Yud Gimel Midas Rachamim. You, you will Mephias me. Understand. Now that he did that, so it's an ace rot zone. What makes this particular ace rot zone so unique? God had already forgiven them on the evil. He goes back, and for the Nesiva Shalom, he's not asking anything for himself. Can you show me your glory? He's not asking me for the mathematical equation of why you did that now. He's saying, the Niflinu Anivam I'm asking that you give us an extra gift. Now that we have accessed that divine Rachmanus, I want something more. And God says, I'll do even this. Like the Father. Okay, I'm going to give you a present as well. I'll give you another present. I'm asking that you maintain your Shekhinah connection with us forever. Now that we went through this, we dirtied it up, you forgave us for that, and I understand how you feel. And so he said, okay, I'll give you this as well. And then I understand how you feel. Okay, I'll give you this as well. I'm asking for you that the connection with the Shekhinah is only with us. So then what's the answer? What's the answer of God? That still doesn't make sense. So it can't be mean that we speak So what does it mean that you cannot see my panai because a man can't see me and live? The inyonim elu, these inyonim of the relationship with the Shekhinah and Klal Yisrael and that your request that the Shekhinah doesn't get depart from us and how come you even allowed us to fall in the pit? Like the son says, you could have stopped me taking the shortcut. Why didn't you stop me? You're very powerful. You're the king. Why didn't you, why didn't you stop us? It's an even deeper question. You, it's a whole setup. Why, why didn't you stop us? Why couldn't you have stopped us from doing this ego business? So then he says, Lo tu that aspect of my ponim, that rational understanding of my behavior, unfortunately, I can't reveal to you. In yonim elu, gavoa me al gavoa. They are so beyond our rational understanding. <laughs> and someone who's born of a woman, 
meaning a human being, even Moshe Rabbeinu, Yachol Lasi cannot understand. Ki kol tachlis habriya he nisteres b'mchis v'risos acharay panaliro. He says the whole purpose of creation remains a mystery. And I love the Yeshiva Shalom, who is always asking us. We get so far with our rational mind, but because he's a Chassidish Rebbe, there's always a point where he goes, and here the mystery begins and your mind stops. 20th century thinker, like the Yeshiva Shalom, remains a Chassidish Rebbe. Embrace the mystery. That's what he means. Tachlis habriya he nisteris. The 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 ultimate purpose of creation. I mean, we've had rational philosophers from Maimonides through Yosef Albo, through the Kuzari, you know, through the Maharal. Everyone's trying to get out there and explain the rational, right? I said, I think I said last week that the Gemara says Abai and Rava were children in the base medrash, and the Rebbe says, "Where is God?" And one puts up and says, oh, he's in the ceiling. Outside. And the other one goes outside and looks at the starry skies. <clears throat> What's the difference? No one asked that. Now he said, oh, they're both going to be big Talmudic Chachamim. That's the point. No already, in, already, in, the already in childhood, right? <laughs> already in childhood, they're going to be big Talmudic Why? Because even with all the steiging and the rational arguments of the Gemara, when I suddenly stop and say, where's God? They immediately point upwards. But what's the difference between them? One is the chesidisha. He's in the base medrash. Of course, the rabbanim's right here. The other one has to go outside and look up at the skies, and he has to make an intellectual calculation. Oh, look at the myriad skies and the cosmos, and papa papa papa. And then he goes, Oh, there must be intelligent design. Oh, there must be a creator, right? There's a difference between a bay and rava in the way they reflect the divine. Here he's saying. It's nisteres. It's all mystery. So how do I live with that mystery? When you see my achor, oh, now he has a new definition of ponim and achor. Achor means I'm looking at you. That's just the chitzonius of you. It's the carve out. You will see my actions in history as a carve out, uh, as the external chitzonim. Yehudi yachol adas es she'enov roas umasigus ma alov lasod. He knows what he has to do. He has to know what the spiritual path is, the Torah. Mahu rotzon Hashem. We know what his desire is and kovod Hashem. Ma'achilul Hashem. What's considered a chilul? Avol peneponai lo yiru. Meaning, now ponim is not just face and back, forward and backward, but outside and inside. My ponim, omek pnimius toinionim mau rotan Hashem bekavere. The the deeper understanding of what kavod shemaim is, rotan shemaim. Mai tachlis shel kavod Hashem. Haolam mikolabria filim and filim chadam zoisle. Hashem uzagamit. So now we go back to Harini Noskvadef. What is Moshe asking? Show me your inside. Show me. What's the toeles of this nephilos and chatoim that Ayid has to go into the blotter, that we have to survive in the blotter, that, that there's this whole positive, negative, up and down, alias, Eurydice. Can you explain to me what, what, what's, what's, the, what's the toeles from that? What am I getting from that?